Welcome to the TMB Women in Business podcast, created for the aspiring CEO. Every week, we provide you with tips on all things business and entrepreneurship. You'll hear from industry leaders on topics such as marketing, business growth, and branding. This podcast is hosted by Mahi Kola, the 16-year-old teen entrepreneur behind the Minty Boutique, a Lux stationery company with a mission to change the world. So, social media. Honestly, one of the most daunting parts of modern business. For online entrepreneurs, social media is one of the most effective ways to reach your customers. By having a presence on their favorite platforms, businesses are able to sell their story and eventually their product. This episode is part of a series that will cover exactly how you can use social media to reach your customers and turn followers into sales. The first two episodes of the series will be available on launch day of the podcast, but future episodes will be released based on what you guys want to hear. If you'd like to hear my tips on a certain part of social media marketing, please reach out and I'd love to create an episode on that. Okay, so today we'll be discussing how to choose your social media channels. When I started my business, I thought I had to create accounts on every single channel I knew. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Vine, Tumblr, the list goes on and on. I mean, Vine isn't even related to my company. I quickly realized how hard juggling all those channels would be. I chose to start with Instagram, but what channel you pick is going to be different for every company. I'm going to cover the main three channels and what type of companies fit each channel best. These channels are going to be Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. But let me know if you want to hear my thoughts on the other channels that I mentioned like Twitter, Tumblr, and Vine. So Instagram is generally used and best for a company that has visual and a variety of products. So for example, if you have um, a clothing store, for example, the clothing store would do really well having a Instagram page because you would be able to show pictures of the products and you have a very wide variety of products. So you're showing different products in each photo so your pictures don't get too boring. The Instagram page is also really great for a company that has a social impact or is a story based. So the company was started by um, this mom, for example, who wanted to you know, start a business that, in something that she was passionate about, which may have been art. And so that's like a story-based company that would do really well on Instagram because you have the ability to share that story or the social impact on Instagram. And followers want to see that kind of lifestyle content on Instagram. And it's really great for you to show your products, but also share that story that your company came from. The second uh, social media is that we are talking about is Facebook. So Facebook is best for companies that are group-based or community-oriented and uh, kind of foster a group discussion environment. So there are two different types. Obviously, you have the Facebook pages, which I have as for my own company, but I think any company should have a Facebook page because they're not, it's, it's just a place that you can list more information about your company. And if anyone finds your company on um, Facebook or on Instagram, they can go to that page and quickly learn a little bit more about your story or, or what kind of products you sell if it's the first time they've heard of you. 
the group the facebook group option is also a really great option if you are a company that is fostering a community um outreach or community environment so for example i've seen facebook groups for a bike uh store so basically the store sold bike parts they sold bikes and they created a facebook group where all their customers and just anyone could join and just talk about biking and so from that they actually ended up creating a local uh biking chapter where they actually just every saturday or during the weekends they went together and biked around but having that community in that facebook group allowed the company to not only share uh, the content, the products that they were releasing, but it also allowed them to get feedback, for example, on their products. So they would tell their Facebook group members, hey guys, we are releasing this new product. Um, would you be interested? Um, what are your thoughts? Should we have more color options? Uh, what do you think we should change? And they were able to get real feedback and input from their customers and could make those changes immediately um, getting the feedback from the people who would eventually be buying that product. The Facebook group also allowed them, as I said, to create a community, which people felt proud to be a part of. And as I said, led to even more social and um, I guess like social media outreach efforts because they were able to create that chapter that people were part of. And they were in a way sponsored by that bike shop that all of them had purchased their bikes from. So that would be the use of Facebook. And YouTube is generally the platform that people use for personal branding. So personal branding, um, as you guys may have heard, personal branding is really important these days. And having that face of your brand is something that people are always looking for because they can relate to, they can see who it is that's actually making their products and who they trust with uh, their order that they're placing at your company. So YouTube is really great for this because being able to see the behind the scenes of your company, you as a person, they are sold sometimes more on your you and your personal brand than actually the product that you're selling. They're really buying into that company, into that uh, brand that you have established on YouTube versus buying into just the product that you are giving them. YouTube um, also is for visual content, as is Instagram, because obviously you're creating videos, you're creating content where you're showing your products, you're showing yourself. And so there, there are some challenges with making sure your video itself is um, could be staged, but also in general has a like good lighting, good sound. And that is a much more produced effort than, for, uh, for example, like a Facebook group or an Instagram page. And with that, there's also the, um, for all of these channels, really, the consistency in posting. So when you create any social media channel, it's so important that you keep consistent with posting because you don't want followers to see posts from you every single day for a month and then just you never talk to them again for another month while you might be busy, but at the same time, your customers are kind of expecting content from you. So being consistent and posting in all of these channels is really important. So now I'm going to go into the pros and cons of each channel. So you guys, if you would like, um, please like write these down because I think these will really help you in refining what channel is best to start off with for your company and will help you figure out where you should invest the most time. So let's start with Instagram. The pros of Instagram that I have found in my three years of whole 
of having my business is it's a really good platform to reach your customers. So I find that because Instagram, for example, the explore page itself or just searching hashtags or anything like that, you have the ability to just reach so many more customers that or a potential clients that you wouldn't have been able to with, say, the other two channels. It's also a really great way to showcase a variety of visual products and lifestyle products. And I, I mentioned the example of a clothing store because these are all different products, but they're visual. So you can take pictures of them um, out and about. And those are very different posts, but they all sell the same company and the same products that you as a company are providing. There are also a lot of different ways to reach your customers solely through Instagram. You have Instagram stories, you have IGTV, you have live streams, you have uh, in general just actually Instagram posts, videos on Instagram posts. And so there are a lot of different ways that you can engage with your customers, not only through just the posts you share, but also having live content like the live streams or creating YouTube-like videos that are only for your Instagram audience on Instagram TV or showing behind the scenes through the Instagram stories that like Snapchat kind of update every day so you can just show the behind the scenes of your behind the scenes of your business. And so there are really a lot of different ways for you to reach your customers that kind of encompass a lot of the same um, features of Facebook or Instagram or, or YouTube. And the Instagram platform also allows, as I said, the opportunity for you to tell the story of your brand. For nonprofits, Instagram is such a great way to reach your audience because you're able to actually share the story of your brand and how you are helping someone in the world or helping some cause that you are supporting. And Instagram allows you to do that because you can share these posts. You can share updates on, for example, the proceeds that you had donated, what those proceeds are doing, what the customers can expect from um, where their money is going. And you can share all of that on Instagram. So it's a really great way to, as I said, establish a personal brand, but also tell the story of your brand, tell the story of the cause that you're supporting. The cons of Instagram are, however, you need to have a consistent posting. So this is evident for, as I said, all three channels, but Instagram especially I've found is that the if you don't post every day or at a consistent schedule, customers and followers start, start to you start to get lower engagement rates because they aren't seeing your posts as often in the Instagram. Um. So without consistent posting, you can you it'll be hard for you to reach your customers because as the algorithm is constantly changing, your posts can very easily disappear and your customer or your follower may not even see the post because there are just so many other posts on their feed. Another thing is that a lot of when you reach a new follower or just reach someone new on Instagram, they generally go to your page before and look through a lot of your photos before actually clicking follow. So this means you need to have a very clean, um, uh, a common theme in your 
homepage or or your account page. And so when they go to that, it's very aesthetically pleasing and it looks nice. And then they're you know convinced that they should follow your account. And so that theme can be pretty restricting. For example, I follow a black, white, and gold and a little bit of blush kind of theme. So you can see my pictures are very minimalistic. There's a lot of white and then we have, you know, black um, as some of the in the products or things like that. But it, it's very, it can be very restricting because if I want a, to share a picture of my food, for example, for something that I had at lunch, it generally wouldn't fit the theme that I have going on. And so I wouldn't be able to share that. But at the same time, you do have options to share that content on Instagram stories or IGTV or something like that. So you know, that's a workaround, but that's also still something to think about that you have that restriction of a theme. The same, uh, the same thing that can happen with lack of consistency is the idea of the scrolling syndrome. So what I have found is even just when I'm scrolling through Instagram, I will scroll for hours, but I won't ever really click and engage with a lot of posts. So what I'll do is I'll just keep scrolling. I'll maybe drop a like here and there, but I'll just keep scrolling. And this can mean for businesses, conversions became become really hard through Instagram because you're just your customers are simply scrolling. They'll like your photo because they like the visuals of it, but sometimes they don't stop to actually read the caption that you've been working on or or they don't stop to really engage with the content by commenting or by seeing the or going to the link that you redirect them to in your caption and so scrolling syndrome can mean that customers again as i said never engage with your content they are simply viewing it maybe liking it but they don't actually go into the next step of your funnel which might be going to the website or or clicking buy on a product and conversions can get really hard through instagram and another thing I've found with Instagram is that it rewards users who are super active on, of course, their main feature, which is the Instagram feed and um, your actual account page, but it rewards users who are super active on all of their platforms. That means you would be you will reach more customers generally if you are putting out more content on all of their platforms from IGTV to stories to live streams to um, actually just generally posting and keeping consistent with all of that too. So this means you might be spending a lot of time on creating content for all these different uh, like sub platforms within Instagram and that could be a really big time sucker and it's important to figure out if, if that's something you're willing to invest time in and if Instagram really is the best place to reach your customers. So that's it for Instagram with the pros and cons and next is Facebook. So Facebook is we already talked about generally what Facebook has like it has the pages and then groups so I'm going to talk specifically about groups because pages as I said I, I believe that every company should just have a Facebook page since it's a great way to just share a quick information about your company your contact information things like that so it's really simple to set up and it, there aren't many updates that really go to it but groups is the other option that I think is something that can be really useful for your business so Facebook groups are the best way to create a community of customers because Instagram and YouTube, while they can follow you, they can't always, uh, our, our followers can't always 
give their own input into what you're doing or um, share their own thoughts with other followers um, on Instagram. It's, it's just not really built for that kind of interaction. But Facebook groups are built exactly for that. So when you have a group, you can share your content and products, but customers can too. So I've seen Facebook groups where, uh, I, for example, the owner will actually just share, hey, this weekend we are releasing these new products. What do you guys think? And then at the same time, the customers will give input, will give feedback, but when they purchase something, they'll also share on that Facebook group, hey guys, my order just came in. Um, I got this new uh, notebook, for example, or planner, and I just want to share with you how beautiful it is. And then that, again, is obviously the sense of word of mouth uh, communication because you, your genuine customers are sharing how much they liked your order. And then other customers who are in the group, but may not have purchased yet or are still thinking about completing their second purchase will be more willing to purchase to finish that transaction because they've seen a genuine customer be really excited about the package they've received from you and that way again as i said you're creating that community with your customers and it's a really great environment that um, could be really useful for your business in addition um, customers can ask questions give suggestions and i said share hauls of your products the cons of Facebook groups, however, is that it's a pretty big time commitment for moderators. So moderators are the people that actually just make sure that all content on the group is, you know, like appropriate. And at the same time, they will also be in charge of posting. And if you choose to do so, approving uh, customer posts before they're actually posted in the group. And so if it's a closed group, it's really it could be a big time commitment for you if you're the moderator or whoever you hire as a moderator to, um, you know, vet all of the applications to get into the group and then vet all of the posts that are posted every day and make sure comments are appropriate. You know, everyone's following the rules of the group and that could be a pretty big time commitment. And so that's something to think about. Uh, there is also a pretty poor organization of comments so as with facebook groups the latest post or the latest the latest post that has been posted or the latest post that has had engagement so if i post if i comment on a post from a year ago that post will go all the way to the top of the of the group um, feed which means uh, the it's kind of a poor organization of all the comments that are going on because you don't have a very easy to see timeline you're basically just seeing the timeline of posts that have had the most interaction but those posts may not be applicable to you as a customer so that's something to think about in deciding if facebook groups is the best option for your company and lastly we have youtube so youtube is great for visual content as i said and showcasing lifestyle products it's really really amazing for building a personal brand because you can personally connect with customers which is great for making a sale of your product but again as i said also building that uh, brand of your company and associating a face to the products that you are selling. However, YouTube is quite saturated. Um, there are so many different YouTubers and the, a lot of them could be creating the same content as you. So it's going to be really important that you find a niche in the content that you're creating and that you are being super authentic and really 
building a true brand on there of uh, subscribers that just truly are loyal to you and enjoy the content that you are creating. So it's hard to get yourself out there and hard to get um, engagement and views. But at the same time, it can be really rewarding because, as I said, it you're building such a good uh, foundation. And I've, I've seen business owners who accredit all their success to the fact that they have built a personal connection with each of their followers through YouTube. There is also the problem of consistency in quality content, which can take a long time to develop and uh, publish. So YouTube, as with Instagram and Facebook, really reward consistency because they want their customers and they want their users um, to use their service every single day. So if you are consistent in replying to comments and posting every single week or whatever schedule works for you, uh, you will get more engagement. But at the same time, you don't want to be posting content that is uh, not the best quality. It maybe has really bad audio or bad lighting and it's hard for a customer to watch it and they, they'll they easily click out of it and move on to the next video in their suggestion bar on the side. And so you will be spending time creating that quality content that really adds value to a customer's life and gives them some value that they'll come back for, subscribe to your channel for. And that can take quite a long time to develop and uh, produce every week or whatever schedule you want to do. So that's something to think about. You may want to simply just hire someone to do that for you because, as I said, YouTube can be really rewarding. But at the same time, it's also, you will lose that. Uh, if you hire someone, you may lose that personal connection because you aren't the face of the brand anymore. So I hope this helped you guys in choosing which social media channel to focus on when you first start your business. If you guys would like to see my specific tips for each channel, please let me know. On um, I already talked a bit about you know how to choose your channel and I gave you guys the pros and cons of each one but if you want to see my tips on the first post and what you should do for what you should do to get the most engagement or get the most followers on each channel please let me know I'd love to create that for you but if you like today's episode please share it and subscribe to the TMB Woman in Business podcast I'll talk to you guys next week where we discuss deciding what to post on your channels and finding inspiration for your content Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the TMB Women in Business podcast. Check out our Instagram where we provide you with the answers to all the questions you have about entrepreneurship. If you want to join a community of like-minded entrepreneurs where I give case-by-case advice to you, join our Facebook group. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you listen. If you're listening to this episode on our YouTube channel, subscribe and leave a comment. Thank you so much for your support and I'll see you guys next week with even more business advice.